It's National Farm Safety and Health Week. There are a lot of different aspects included when it comes to safety. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. Mary Bauer, OSHA Compliance Assistance Specialist, notes one of the trends they're seeing when it comes to farm safety is actually based on cultural differences and language barriers. She explains more about how to make safety a core value in all businesses and the resources that are available. We have seen uh, from the OSHA perspective is that because of the consolidation of farms and the um, smaller families, that more workers are brought in from the outside and particularly foreign-born workers. So the trends that we see is just uh, communicating how to operate a farm as, as a business would operate by changing it from a family model to um, taking care of employees, having schedules, and assessing hazards so that those are addressed so employees don't get hurt. I think that's one of the things that uh, is a transition by hiring employees that are full-time and a lot of the employees come from different parts of the world and cultural difference. A lot of uh, different cultures don't speak up. They just uh, agree to everything, kind of nod like, yeah, I'm not going to you know, open my mouth and say I don't understand and make my employer repeat it. I'll figure it out. And uh, that way it doesn't uh, allow the employer, the farmer, to know if the, the worker understands truly what needs to happen. And a lot of times what would help in training these employees is to do hands-on learning, get away from the real verbal discussions or a PowerPoint presentation, and then actually demonstrate what the expectation is, how to operate that piece of equipment or how to you know work with the cattle, and then have them do the operation, do the task, and observe them and give them feedback on how it could be improved. And so I think that's where a lot of things are being developed in either picture form or in hands-on learning to help cross this barrier from being a farm family to being more of a employee-based business in the agricultural industry. We mentioned that language barrier. Well, that also then isn't just training your staff. You know, you want that farmer to also become potentially fluent or enough to understand to be able to communicate as well. What can be done to help with that? There are a number of literacy programs available in these communities and being able to say good morning and good afternoon and thank you in someone's language goes a long way to acceptance and uh, you may stumble on the word in a foreign language, but they'll appreciate that along the line. Often what we've found in agriculture is that the worker doesn't have a term for a forklift in their native language. So there are things that you can have a common term for or simplify the word and that uh, you can agree on how to say that. And so there's a lot of times you have the ability for the farmer to converse a little bit more. The theme that we've already been kind of highlighting is safety. A key thing to do in any operation is make safety your core value. So what trainings or webinars are available that can help accomplish this? I know you guys have some that are coming up. Yes, we do have, uh, AgriSafe will have 
various webinars that are focused on different topics. But kind of when we talk about a core value, it is what you represent. What is your work ethic? What are your beliefs? What do you feel is the most important part of uh, your business model? And Wisconsin workers and farmers are known for their get-or-done attitude and whatever it takes. But part of what we want people to do is to think about the task, look at how safety is integrated into each task, and that should become a routine discussion when a task is assigned or, you know, what we have all the time in harvest situations or on a farm is upset conditions, the flat tire of the implement on the field, you got a conveyor that's jammed or a motor that doesn't start. The first part of that conversation starts with, do we have the tools and the equipment and the skills to do this? safely. And you kind of keep adding that word safely. And sometimes things need to get contracted out. Often you can figure it out by using the tools around you, but making sure that you lock out the equipment, brace it up so it doesn't fall on you and do those extra steps to make sure that it is done correctly. So it's, you know, kind of going back to the measure twice, cut once philosophy is if you do it right the first time, you've saved time in the long run. Another really important resource is the Safe and Sound campaign. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and what it is? OSHA's worked with a number of safety organizations for the past five or 10 years. And what we say is a safe workplace equals a sound business practice. So if your workers come to work every day and they are refreshed, they're not nursing injuries, they will be more productive. And if you have a worker that isn't available because of an injury, you have to retrain a worker or you have to work twice as hard or you have to do overtime to make that difference. And uh, the motto of this year's National Farm Safety Week is no one can take your place. And that's for the farmer and for the workers is that there's a reason why you have 20 workers is because you need 20 people to do the job. And getting them to and from that job safely every day is just as important as completing the task. And our conversation is very relevant to right now as it is National Farm Safety and Health Week. And each day of this week has a key focus. Can you take me through what those are and the importance of it and just being safe? So we kick off the week with equipment safety and road safety. ATVs have been very popular on farms, but they tend to be used like toys in a lot of respects. We have noted an uptick in injuries and ATV use in agriculture and in construction and various facilities. So they're going to focus on that. And then with road safety, it's, you know, getting uh, your vehicle's implements up and down the roadway without colliding with the motorist. Tuesday, we're doing health and wellness. If you are not feeling well, you're out of condition, your blood pressure's out of whack, you're not going to be a productive worker. So we go back to some of the basics of taking care of yourself so that you can be a more productive worker. Wednesday, they're going to look at priority populations, and that's just kind of some of the different groups that are getting into agriculture. Women in agriculture, they have a lot of group and talk and discussion around that. Native Americans, Amish, and again, they're going to put a mental health piece 
into that set of webinars. Thursday is confined space, and that's kind of where OSHA has a lot of issues, a lot of concerns, particularly in dairy and in grain, is manure storage, grain bin storage. We've actually had people into these poly tanks, the polyethylene tanks that are not designed to be entered, but either they store whey or they have some other food product or feed product, and employees enter to repair valves, or one fatality was to reach retrieve a tool, and these tanks are not designed to be entered, make sure you have a good confined space program that you just plain don't enter them. Friday, mental health and stress relief. One of the things in farming with the drought conditions and with other stuff going on in the farming community, it is a high rate of suicide, high rate of depression, drinking, drug use. So try to get everybody in a good mental health framework, get in resources because the rural communities don't have access to enough mental health specialists and try to get help when you need it is a message there for Friday. We have a bunch of resources on the OSHA webpage on agriculture and also the specific hazards. This summer, we went through heat stress trying to manage that because we don't do just dairy. We got crop workers and other individuals out exposed to heat. We do uh, grain bin entry safety, but there's other groups and organizations that can help, such as UW Extension. They're agents. They also have uh, task-specific teams that can help with safety. WISCON, Wisconsin Consultation Service, can come on site if you have employees and they can do a mock OSHA inspection and tell you what you should improve on and what you can do for safety at your workplace. And your insurance carriers, your worker comp insurance carriers, usually have risk managers that can help deal with um, developing programs, looking at hazards, assessing the workplace. And AgriSafe, again, is one of the main drivers for these webinars. And the webinars are on demand. So obviously noon you know, may not be the best time for your crew to sit down and stop work, but you could access that on a rainy day on a team meeting or a, some sort of uh, meeting and, and get the information to your workforce. That was Mary Bauer, OSHA Compliance Assistance Specialist. It may be National Farm Safety and Health Week for just this week, but safety is an everyday concern. You can find resources at the National Education Center for Agricultural Safety website. You can also go to MidwestFarmReport.com and find a link to resources in our article. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.